Hey there, and welcome to Extra Healthy-ish, the big sister podcast to the one called Just Healthy-ish. This is a brand spanking new podcast from body and soul that gives you that little bit extra in your day for your mind, body and soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley, coming to you from the depths of my home. I live in Sydney and we're in lockdown. Today, joining me via Zoom from the ski fields at Threadbow, yes, I was very jealous doing this interview, (laughs) is the forever inspiring Tora Bright. I'm not sure if you followed the recent social media firestorm that she created when she posted a picture of herself breastfeeding while executing a headstand. She looked amazing, by the way, amazing. Well, we're going to talk to her about that, how motherhood has changed her life and how she's overhauled her nutrition for better mental health. You know that kind of thing? Um, Okay, he goes, Tora, thank you so much for coming on Extra Healthy-ish. All the way from, where are you, Threadbow? Yeah, I'm I'm down in the snowy mountains nice, right now. Nice, escaped where the rest of us are in lockdown. Um, <laughs> now, tell me, how do you stay extra healthy-ish in your daily life? Oh, my gosh. It is a constant journey. Um, health for me is a complete package. It's the physical, mental and emotional. Um, and being a mother now, that has totally changed because I don't have as much time to pamper myself with. Um, and, uh, you know, and especially being an athlete in the past, um, everything is about my betterment and has been for years. And so switching into motherhood, everything is about sustaining and nourishing this baby. Um, so I, I am now in the middle of figuring out what I need to nourish and give back to myself to be the best person, to be the best mother I can be. And, um, you know, food, food is very much that for me. Um, you know, the uh, food has proven to be actually, um, medicine, um, just changing my diet has, you know, helped me recover from brain injury and, you know, everything, um, breath actually breath work is it regulates emotions it um it it has proven to change my blood gases you know which has been a part of my own body's healing from competitive um you know snowboarding and all the injuries that have come from that um so breath and meditation and now I'm actually um starting to get a little bit back into that and every time I breastfeed I sit there and I breathe four counts in, four counts out. I do this visualization just with this white light coming up into my, you know, I guess my head, my third eye and creating this uh, beautiful like white light protection around me and my baby and me and my family. And, And that's kind of where I've got to so far. I haven't done too much else. Now I'm like, okay, you know, of course, movement, it's easy to move with my child to get outside, um, you know, go for a walk. Um, he, he loves bike riding now, you know, we swim in the water together. So creating time for movement with my baby is actually one of the easiest things. So it's actually creating space for that stillness and, uh, to go back in yourself and really um, replenish myself that I'm, I'm having to give a lot of time to and figure out how I integrate that. 
<laughs> yeah, you feel like you. It's, it's one year is kind of the bit where you reach that hurdle where you think, okay, now it's my time to go back to a bit more of what yeah. I like. What? How does? What sort of food? How does? What's your nutrition look like? What sort of? Um, you know, what are you eating every day? Obviously, it's a big part of your life, and yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because I um, pregnancy changed everything. But before pregnancy, I was recovering from um, post-concussion syndrome and I had my whole body was broken down from, you know, concussion with my brain to nervous system issues to cellular issues. And um, I went on, you know, no one really had the answer to search for years um, with some, some medical professionals telling me that this is the new me. And I was not willing to settle pretty much. That was not a life I was going to live. So I kept searching and searching and searching. And I found a man in the US that um, seemed to have the answers when I called him and had a consult with him. And something must have just, I just must have known that this man was the right one to help me through my journey to get my life back because I was flat on my butt. Like I was like just physically, uh, physically. Um, and, and then it, it had been, you know, about a year and a half and things had progressed in different ways, but, and others it hadn't. And so then, you know, it becomes this mental and emotional burden as well. Just like, you know, is this the new me, blah, blah, blah. I had, you know, when you talk about, um, concussions, um, you know, a lot of people identify with, um, you know, emotional issues or, or mood changes. I, I totally had rage. <laughs> I had, it was like zero to hero. And it was, you know, the, the scans I had, uh, the functional MRIs showed that blood wasn't getting to parts of the so brain. Did, did you have um, a, so there was a reason for that. A number of concussions that you suffered when you were in the sport, like you actually suffered a fair yeah, few? It, yeah, it was an accumulative um, effect, I think. And then this one that kind of triggered all of this, it was not a bad hit. And I didn't I didn't um, take the time to rest. I just, I was like, well, it wasn't bad. I'll keep going. And two weeks um, into that, I was, I was like, okay, I'm not okay. I need to stop. So I went home thinking everything would kind of reset itself, but it, but it didn't. You know, it was like it was a, uh, uh, yeah, I kept regressing, I guess. Um, and so it was like, all right, this is the time I need to just be still and um, and give back to myself, replenish my body that, you know, in 20 years, you know, it's it, it's done a lot for me, but it's it's also done a lot to you. Taken a toll. <laughs> yeah. yeah, done yeah. a lot to me. Um Anyway, this man, he, uh, I literally cried for 45 minutes after the call with him because I was like, this is the answer. Here's the answer. I worked with him for, you know, nearly, nearly a year, but, you know, he put me on keto and keto within three weeks, just giving my body like an enormous amount of fat. Like I thought I understood nutrition um, because my mom has been, you know, very health conscious her whole life. She taught us, you know, in, incredible things. And now I'm like, well, you're like 40 years ahead of your time, mom. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I didn't understand what I needed to do with nutrition to, to actually recover. Um, and so I really learned firsthand that food is, uh, is medicine. 
Um, and yeah, I thought I ate healthily and I, and I do, and I did, <laughs> but not to the extent in understanding what I needed to give back to my body. So I was on like, yeah, went full keto in three weeks. I was a different person. Um, and then, you know, I had heavy metal burdens. I had um, cellular issues. So, you know, I reckon within about six months, I was like, holy moly, I have my life back. You know, I went into intermittent fasting to water fasting. Water fasting was probably one of the, um, the most powerful things I've done. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts. What what's water fasting for people who don't know? I drank only water for I I uh, yeah for five days was the first go and then I would do it once every month um, for five or seven days and um, gosh it's been so long since I've done it because you know I yeah <laughs> you've got to pick your moment. You must have too, been hungry it, and angry and. <laughs> everything thrown in no it's it's you you'd think so and the first one I went into I was like um I was scared because I was like how am I gonna do this but you know once you you it's more of a mental thing than anything um and this whole journey really taught me that uh how what my body needed to to actually function best how much food and when I needed to eat so through this whole journey of keto intermittent fasting water fasting I found that my body worked amazing if I didn't eat breakfast I had a, a large lunch per pretty much and then a lighter dinner and that was like how my body functioned so well and um, putting a ton of fat in was what my brain actually needed to um, to recover and I guess it's you know I had so many people going that's dangerous da 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 <laughs> and and it can be if you take everything to the extreme. And the man who coached me um, said, keto is not what you do your whole life. If you stay on keto, it will damage you. What, it, what it's about is mimicking our ancestors, the hunter-gatherers who had times of famine, who, you know, had times of plenty. And he's like, it's about making your body metabolically flexible. So you burn both fuel sources very efficiently. So you burn fat efficiently, so you burn carbohydrates efficiently. And so it was, um, yeah, so now I have uh, a very well-rounded knowledge of how to best I guess, yeah, give what, back what, to my and body. What your so body, my diet yeah. is, yeah, is is very different now because pregnancy, you everything goes out the window. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, yeah, you give it what it needs to sustain, you know. And I, luckily, for some, I've got a big sweet tooth, and in pregnancy, I didn't, I didn't want sugar, I didn't want coffee, I didn't want anything, and for some reason. Uh, that's it was amazing usually it's the opposite I definitely wanted more carbs bread I wouldn't eat I didn't really eat bread much but every morning I needed eggs on toast 
Nice. <laughs> who, who is this guy? He sounds he's like he's completely transformed your life. But I think it's also to point out that, you know, you're a great example of different eating systems, you know, different bodies reacting to different eating way, ways of eating. And it's, you know, you can try things and see if they work for you, but everybody's different. It's about working out what's best for you. 100%. 100%. That's why it's like you can't – I've just learned in life – never to say never um and you've really got to do your due diligence um and learn to listen to your body because we're all genetically so so very different that what worked for me may not be the exact rule of thumb that your body needs to recover from something and yeah it's um Yep. Yeah, it's Agreed. just the most fascinating, empowering journey I've been on. <laughs> now, just changing tack a little bit. One, I mean, one thing, I suppose this is after, now we're talking about pre- you when you were pregnant, after pregnancy, you've, you know, flows one year. Um, yeah. Wow. And one thing I was, when I was scrolling through your social media, when I was doing a bit of research about you, um, is that it looks like that, I mean, you have, that motherhood has not, stopped you from pursuing your passions I love photos of you snowboarding and surfing and skateboarding and you've literally taken Flo along for the ride so (laughs) what what has your first year of motherhood been like I suppose you've had highs and you've had lows as we all do in our first year of motherhood yeah tell us about it yeah oh my gosh I guess like it's been so beautiful and I love it so much um I always wanted to be a mother and um yeah I just I love it I love it I love it I love it and of course there have been the hard times you know it's it's hard to adjust to sleepless nights to um you know fussy babies and learning you know what what it is that they need um it's I remember the first car trip that we did he didn't like the car you know and just like being so traumatized by this baby that wouldn't stop crying like you know no matter what I did in the car you know there's just so many just moments that you you learn to deal with and cope with and uh, it, it's it's never going to end I think because as they grow older they just <laughs> require different things exactly. different issues, you know it's but um but I think coming into it, you know, a baby does change your life. And I hear some people going, I was determined not for, for children not to change my life. Um, and I definitely didn't have, I guess, that that approach. I knew it was um, going to change things. But you just do things slower and differently. Yeah, absolutely. You, I'm, still, I'm still able to do the same things, maybe not as often, Um and, and I think I've just, you know, even now with Flo being a little bit older and bringing him to the mountains, like the other day <laughs> um, we went up just for him to be on snow and, you know, it's getting everything ready, driving up, getting ready outside of the car, getting everything to the mountain and he was happy for five minutes. And it takes a lot like, of effort, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just, and I'm like, well, it's about just these experiences. And you know what? That five minutes was pure joy. It was, you know, dad, me and Flo and it was pure joy and amazing. And it's worth every second of that five minutes for the two hours it took, you know, <laughs> to actually get there and get home. Um, and so that's just my kind of take, you know, as I, 
you know, we're down in the mountains now for a while and we'll be venturing out in the backcountry doing, you know, a little bit more and he'll be on my back and I'll be touring. And, and I think it's just, um, you know, you, you kind of set goals and if you reach the destination, then great. Otherwise, you just have to take a little detour and go home. You just adapt to whatever it is, but you still you still enjoy the things you love to do in a different way, at a different pace. Yeah, I think that's it. That's well said because you can still go out and do the things you did before motherhood, but it just changes a little bit. And I think you're a yeah, wonderful exactly. example of that. Um, yeah. Thank you, Tora, so much for coming on Extra Health Issues. Lovely to chat to you today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Tora Bright, so awesome, so inspiring. She just, I don't know, she somehow makes motherhood look easy if you look at her Instagram, but we now know that she also struggles. And remember, everybody, each different diets work well for different body shapes so or different body types. So it's about working out what works for you. Now, remember, Extra Healthy-ish publishes a new episode for your wonderfully healthy ears every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, head to our website, bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for listening. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could jump on and rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay Extra Healthy-ish. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus us on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.